Hey church, we just heard an incredible message that we believe is for you. So get ready to be encouraged, to be strengthened. This will change your life. We love you so much. Um, so I met with Aaliyah yesterday and um, she was sharing with me that she was walking through the auditorium this yeah. week. And um, she was just walking, a girl stopped her that's now on the ushers team, looked at her and said, hey, I'm here because of you. And she's like, what? She couldn't even remember the name, but she knows now. But um, she said, well, what do you mean? She said, it's because of your smile and your hello that I came back. And now my family's coming here, and now I'm a part of this ushers team. I just think it's so powerful to see so many lives transformed because of a smile, because of saying welcome to someone. So now this whole family is coming to church now. That's okay. Hola, guate, te amo. Hi. Hi, guys. Um, and so this is a story of what actually happened a couple days ago here at the office, but it was a reflection of what happened mm, on Sunday. Um, and so uh, it might be a little long story. I'll try to uh, cut it up. But um, someone came to our front door, um, and they knocked earlier this week, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and no one responded. So she was just walking away, and Ryan was coming out of the auditorium, and he actually saw her. And so he went out and said, Hi, uh, can we help you? And she turns around and she's just sobbing. And, and so Ryan um, brings her in and he comes finds um, me, Brooke, and Lex so that we can surround her. Um, and so she just starts crying and she's like, I don't want money. She's like, I'm, that's not what I'm asking. I just need love and support and prayer. And she um, was saying that she just moved here from Mississippi um, and that she left an abusive relationship and she came here because her friends for years had been asking her to come. And so one day her neighbor, who had never spoken to her in years, two and a half weeks ago, said um, he, the person got arrested, he said, this is your time to leave. And she said it never crossed her mind to get up and leave. And she did. She had the boldness. We were like, that was God. But she had the boldness to come. So she has been driving by Shoreline the last couple Sundays. So three Sundays she's been driving back and forth. And she said that she felt like God was like, that's your church. That's your church. So she, she told God, she's like, God. I'm going to show up to this church, and I'm knock on the door during the week, and if anyone opens, I know that you're asking me to be here. So she walks away thinking, I guess this isn't it, but then Ryan goes out and calls her and says, man, can I help you? So we bring her, and she's sharing her story, uh, and she's weeping, and she's like, I just want love, and she uh, kind of laid down her heart. She was so pure. Like, she just needed a friend. She needed a person, and she looked at me, Lexi, and Brooke, and we're like, you guys are so young, and so we were just speaking to her. We're like, but we have the word, and like that is yeah. for you and so yeah. we're speaking life into her speaking life into her um, and so we tell her she's like y'all are so young and I just need people to do and we're like come to sister we gave her a number she's coming to service on Sunday and oh um, she's gosh. also coming to sister and we're like I'll save you a seat yeah. like, it's gonna be great and so I told her uh, she because she was like but y'all are so young and she's like thank you like I know this is God because y'all are so young so, that was funny. so I finally told her and I was like we are so young we have the honor of being here I was like, but our church is beautiful we have people from all walks mm -hmm. and seasons of life people who look like me people who look like you who've been through Things. Yeah, and she yeah. goes, I, and I said, it looks like heaven. Yeah. And she said, I know because I've been driving by every week and it looks like heaven to me. Wow. And so, yes, wow. so she is now, yes. Wow. It was beautiful and really, we have to like, we all saw.
sobbed after oh because it was a divine appointment <laughs> yeah, because this lady walking by just seeing that her church looked like heaven literally called her here and she knew she was called the moment right yeah. here. Oh. Yeah. I was talking with Debbie Shy, yes. and um, their daughter Jordan is in Leadership Academy with us, mm-hmm. and um, she's a special girl. Mm-hmm. The Lord's going to do amazing things through her, but um, Debbie was talking about how this week she noticed that there was some new clothing in Jordan's wardrobe, and she was like, where did this come from? I didn't buy this. And um, Jordan was folding and washing the clothes, and she goes, oh, Mom, they're not mine. They're girls at schools. And she said, okay, well, did y'all, like, swap clothing? Like, how does this work? She said, no. She just said she doesn't have a washer or dryer, so I brought her clothes home to wash. Oh, my I was like, what? And she's like, it was like two loads of laundry that Jordan brought home to watch for this little girl. And that just like, man, that is present day washing feet, y'all. Like, that is so and so for this 12-year-old little girl to understand what it's like to serve people in her community, in her classroom, it's just, that is just such a representation of what we are teaching and and how the Lord's already grabbed them. Well, hello, everyone. Glad all of you are here today and all the leaders who are listening uh, right now in both Antigua and here in Dallas. I'm excited about today that we get to have these moments together. I, uh, I'm glad we try to be in, I'm glad we're, we try to be intentional about growing leaders. Uh, again, our win is to raise up Christ-like leaders who make it on earth as it is in heaven. And we're going to keep on pushing for that and trying to make, have as many of those as possible. In all honesty, I, you know, of course, I love, you know, the church being full and having lots of people. But at the end of the day, really, that's not where we measure our, a win. A win for us are people are like, no, no, I'm, I'm a Christ-like leader who wants to make it on earth as it is in heaven. Attendees can just kind of float in and out. And that's... and. I'm glad people come, but we want people to stick. We don't want them just kind of coming, sitting on the sidelines, and then something else comes, and they go there, and something else comes, and they float there. We want people going to be planted, run with us, uh, and really, really do something significant uh, together as we we link arms. So uh, today I wanted to share a couple of thoughts with all of us. If I was going to summarize this one thought, let let me say it like this. Don't talk yourself out of where God is trying to take you. Don't talk yourself out of where God is trying to take you. Um, I got a few uh, verses here. Let, 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 me, let me read this. Let me read this, okay? In Luke chapter number one, uh, here is, in the time of Herod, king of Judah, there was a priest named Zechariah. He belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife Elizabeth was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not, was not able to conceive. And they were both very old. Again, the Bible being rude. Uh, or factual, however you want to put it. Yeah, very, very descriptive. 
Um, so you have Zechariah. He is this priest. He's working in the ministry. He's, it's his turn to do his priestly duties. Yeah. While he's doing his priestly duties, then the angel of the Lord appeared to him standing at the right hand. I'm, I'm in verse 11 of chapter 1 the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the, the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son and you are to call him John. This is going to be John the Baptist. You are to call him John. He will be a joy and delight to you. And many will rejoice because of his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. This is such good news. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink. And he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord, uh, to the Lord their God. And he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah. Here's a a nod back to the Malachi prophet Malachi saying that there was going Elijah was going to be coming before the Messiah uh, to turn the hearts of the parents of the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready a people prepared for the Lord oh my goodness verse 18 Zechariah asked the angel how can I be sure of this I am an old man, and my wife is old, too. (laughs) And the angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. And I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens because you did not believe my words which will come true at their appointed time don't talk yourself out of where God is trying to take you the children of Israel God overthrows the most amazing government this huge strong nation he makes Pharaoh Laid down on his face, he brings this huge nation to their knees, slaves, okay? The children of Israel were slaves. And God redeems them out of that bondage. And then they get spiritual amnesia. Walking through the wilderness, and they begin to murmur and complain. Their mouths, their mouths, their mouths, their mouths, their mouths. And they don't get to enter into the promise that God has for them because they could not control their mouth. Wow. <laughs> One more verse, I'm going to be done. Okay? So good. Not many of you should become teachers. Uh, verse number two, uh, James 3, 2. We all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect and able to keep their whole body in check. Wow. Wow. When we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them wow. obey us, we can turn the whole animal. Wow. Or take ships as an example. Although they are, are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered 
by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue is also a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. Watch your mouth. Husbands, watch your mouth. Wives, watch your mouth. Single people, watch your mouth. You can take the best thing that's going on in your life and tear that thing to pieces with your mouth. If you begin to say and speak over and over and over just what you perceive and not what God says, you can tear apart what God is trying to do in your life. It can be the most beautiful, amazing thing that God is doing. He could have just brought you out of the darkest bondage you have ever been in and you will begin to complain and murmur and speak ill of where God is trying to take you. I just felt really, really compelled to make sure we are being intentional about saying what he says, not just what we see. If you got a team leader that's getting on your nerves, I get that. It happens. <laughs> We're all people. Shoot, you could have a pastor that's getting on your nerves. That could be me. <laughs> We're all people, okay, at the end of the day. But if you want to begin just to keep saying over and over the toxic, the negative, the bad, the poor, I'm telling you, you will tear apart where God is trying to take you. And the these children of Israel missed out. Wow. Yeah. On what God had. Now, the plans and purposes that God had, they were going to prevail. He was bringing his kids into the promised land. Yeah. Yeah. They just did not get to experience it. Yeah. Zechariah had to be silent for the entire time. Yeah. His wife was mm. pregnant and it wasn't until the child came out that he was finally oh. able to speak. But God said, I've got to shut your mouth because if I don't shut your mouth, you're going to hinder what I'm trying to do here. I've got, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you mute. Now, maybe his wife loved that because he just <laughs> was a, you know, ran his mouth all the time. I don't know, but I, I see the angel saying, no, no, I've got to silence you because yeah. wow. I'm trying to bring into the world the forerunner to the Messiah, wow. and I don't want your tongue messing this up. Wow. I don't want your mouth hindering what I'm trying to do here. Can we take this on and allow our tongues, our mouths to direct the course of our life the way God wants them to go, not the way of toxicity, complaining, murmuring, and pulling things down. We see with eyes of hope. We speak to mountains. We declare the truth of God's word over every situation. That's who we are. That's what we do. You can do it at your job, do it in your family, do it at your church, do it with your team, do it in every yeah. single area of yeah. your life. Yeah. Life and death is in the power yeah. of the tongue. Yeah. Let you and I begin to speak what God says, yeah. not just what we see. I love you guys so much. God bless you. Cheering you on.
Serve team, we love you. Thank you so much for using your gifts and your talents to make an honor as it is in heaven. We pray that today's talk has pushed you forward in your development as a leader. You are loved, you're valued, and you're believed in. Can't wait to see you on Sunday in one of our connect groups.